there's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. this is follow the money with mitch moss and Polly howard on vsin Here we go. Welcome into the program. This is Follow the Money on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Mitch Moss along with Paulie Howard as we are live in downtown Las Vegas from the Circa Resort and Casino here during Super Bowl a week. Among our guests today, Jeff Davis, Circa Sports yeah. Assistant Sportsbook Manager and uh, great with the NHL numbers. There is a very popular betting system that begins tonight in this sport. Does he put stock into it at all? Frank B., Las Vegas advisor, professional sports better, one of the best in the entire business, a sharps sharp, as many people have told me about Frank B. He'll be in studio coming up at 8 o'clock Eastern, 5 o'clock Pacific. Yes. I'm feeling good about that, man, about the whole thing today. Jeff is awesome on the NHL, and Frank B is as good as it gets. Absolutely. Going to be a fun show. A lot of stuff to kick around. We could probably see, could see history tonight in La La Land. That's also part of uh, the show today. No yeah. doubt about it. Some very creative props regarding LeBron James as he tries to break Kareem's all-time scoring record. Paulie, the Super Bowl number, the point spread itself is remaining the same at one and a half, but an uptick at some spots to 51 on the total. And I think it's going to maybe ping-pong like that a little bit before Sunday. I think it come back down to 50 and a half and then back to 51. I don't think it goes beyond 51, though. That is a key number in 27-24 right there. Mm-hmm. Sure, sure. And uh, again, respected people and bookmakers saying they think it, you know, where the it could go off at if you get in the pick'em range. And I think we've seen this about as high as it can go with the Eagles. Uh, fascinating game. Uh, much has been made about the Eagles' schedule and who you didn't play. But again, this is the NFL. There's no Savannah States. They're in sure. the Super Bowl. Put that to bed. And as Adam Chernoff has said time and time again, yeah, yeah, the schedule was this. Yeah, they faced these quarterbacks, but they dominated most of them. And they were that seven and one record against. Teams with a winning record, and they blew them out with a plus-115 point differential as well. 
Yeah, how many quarterbacks actually went off against the Eagles defense this year? Dak in the it, second it, meeting. It was Dak, not that That's long it. ago. Yeah. Right. And that was Minshew was awesome in that game playing for an injured Jalen Hurts. Yeah. Okay, so that's pretty much like the list. Not a lot of other guys had success. And this Eagles defense, when you look at some of the advanced metrics, they're number one by far and away, like with a bullet, right? Uh, uh, they are number one in EPA per pass play on defense. They're number one and first overall in passing DVOA at Football Outsiders. They had the most sacks by a mile this year in the entire league. They're also first overall in adjusted sack rate. So I think one of the comparisons that you could try to come up with is how did Patrick Mahomes do against the toughest defenses he faced this year. And when you look at the overall numbers, you know, again, not a lot of teams are really even that close to the Eagles, but he did play a bunch of defenses rated in the top 10, top 12 in some of these advanced metrics. For example, the Niners had very good overall numbers, although they had a weak schedule as well. They were second in EPA per passing play allowed, fifth in DVOA, but 15th overall in adjusted sack rate. How did Mahomes do against them? 25 for 34, 423 yards, three touchdowns, and one INT. Now, this is going to be a recurring theme as we run down the the list of teams here that he played and how he performed overall. He played the Broncos twice. Broncos were sixth on defense, EPA pass per play. Seventh passing DVOA, only the 23rd adjusted sack rate, however. Played him twice, like I said. Threw for 352 yards the first time. 328 yards the second time, had six combined touchdowns, did throw four INTs, though, against a really good Broncos secondary. Mm -hmm. He played the Bengals twice, seventh in EPA passing per play, 12th in passing DVOA, 28th in adjusted sack rate. The first time in the regular season, only threw for 223 yards, had a touchdown, no INTs. And then, you know, 10 days ago in the AFC title game, 326 yards on a hobbled ankle, two touchdowns, no INTs. The Bills had, you know, top 10 numbers. He had 338 and two scores, two INTs against them. He played the Chargers twice. They're top 10, top 12 in a lot of numbers. He was very good against them. Five touchdowns, no INTs. And he played the Buccaneers in that primetime game earlier in the year. The Buccaneers are like top 10, top 12 in some key categories as well. Mahomes... 249 yards, three touchdowns, one INT. His average game against all of those teams, and there were nine games overall, 24 for 37, 311 yards, 2.4 touchdowns, and 0.89 INTs. 366 dropbacks overall. I'll try to put some of this in perspective here. He had a 0.296 EPA per passing play. That would be second for an entire year this year, only behind him for the entire season. Jeez. And that was against his best defenses played the entire year. 66% passing completion rate, 8.44 yards per attempt, and he had 2.57 seconds to throw the football. Now, again, this Eagles defense, the front, is the best in football. And I will tell you that if the Chiefs offensive line, if that was banged up like a couple of years ago against the Buccaneers, how would you not love the Eagles in this game? Yeah. They'd be all over the guy. You know, how does Wiley hold up against Reddick and then these other guys too? With the, right. But this, yep. it's, it feels like the ultimate I told you so game, right? Well, the, the Eagles schedule. Okay, well, it came back to bite them. I mean, if they, yep. were, if, right, if they were to lose. Also, it's these defensive numbers, but then you haven't faced this guy before, even though you've shut everyone down with the exception of that Dak game. Uh, which would appear to be a fluke. 
Uh, the other one is is you come back and just say, well, Hurts wasn't the same after the injury. That was, yeah, well, you, you Purdy got hurt. Well, you played the Giants who stunk, right? You could do that as well if Kansas City wins. Uh, the other thing I find fascinating is you look at the numbers. This is very good. By, it's always Miller time. Uh, Dan Miller calling the shots here today behind the glass. When you see the lack of, of throws down the field in dink and dunk offense with the passing attack since Hurts got hurt. And A.J. Brown has been non-existent since then. Yeah. Since then, uh, He did have him wide open against San Francisco, but missed him. So he has disappeared. His prop is 72 and a half here at Circa. Will he do anything? His receptions are five and a half, which I think is too high. Uh, and then it becomes, what did he do against zone defenses and man? And what does Spags run? And does he send the house? Hurt struggled against the blitz too. He did. So that's other things to uh, factor in and consider when going through this breakdown Sunday. Yep. So the Chiefs ranked fourth overall in the entire league at rushing six-plus defenders. They were fourth overall. And the numbers on Hurts overall, Paulie, against the Blitz on the season, um, far from great, right? Um, he ranked 29th in EPA per pass play against the Blitz and 28th in success rate out of 39 qualified quarterbacks. That's against five-plus rushers from the defensive side. The Chiefs brought five, only 21st at the 21st highest rate in the entire league. But mm-hmm. when it comes to bringing up that extra pressure, and will Spags dial that up because this whole line is so good? Again, they did that the fourth uh, most in the entire league. And if that if they're going to do that, yep. Hertz was not great in that scenario this year. Right, right. Aaron Schatz played with the numbers yesterday about how did he do against top 10 defenses DVOA. But Kansas City's 20th in that range. So, I mean, you can throw that out if you want as well. But that's, uh, that's something that was also so... We'll see uh, if that's a big storyline in the game, too. Because it appears to me he's not right. Right? How he avoided the hits, which was the smart thing to do against the Giants. Sure. But how the how the passing game has been dink and dunk. And he wasn't, didn't have to do much right. in the San Francisco game. Yeah, and I think uh, on the flip side, again, with Mahomes, uh, against this Eagles front four, they were dead last and rushing three defenders in the entire league. The Eagles were. They were 11th in the league at rushing four. So that's probably going to be the game plan. They also played with five defensive backs, the fifth most in the entire league. So if they drop back into coverage like that, and they can get pressure with their front four, uh, it could be, you know, it's not going to be exactly easy for Mahomes to make things happen here. Because mm-hmm. the secondary, that's, that's what we talked about this yesterday. Yes. The roster construction by Howie Roseman is phenomenal with this team. And the Saints giving him jo- Johnson too, which was bizarre. Sure, right. get him and Slay. And yes, yes. Yeah. So. Not a lot of weaknesses here. No. Again, as we talked about the Eagles, better team for sure. The question is, the reason why they're it's only a point and a half is because of Mahomes. Yep. And how he is, I mean, come on, five consecutive AFC title games to begin his career. Now three Super Bowl appearances. Mm-hmm. I don't care who you play, though. I mean, they're 16-1 and one when Hurts plays. Well, so no. I, it, I mean, I don't care who was on the schedule. It's still impressive, and they've been the best team all year, and they've been... Uh, you, you, so many blowouts as well. What they've done and giving above-average quarterback fits with the uh, Dallas the Dak game being the outlier. Sure. But, but you know it, it, everything we talked about too from a standpoint with Hertz. What if it is this crazy game that you referenced earlier? What if it if it's a shootout? Can Hertz go toe to toe with Mahomes? What if you ha- you can't really if you have to get away from the run at some point? And you have to throw and take shots down the field. Then what happens? And then is that when you trust Spags and maybe the D-line of Kansas City makes a difference? And Jones has a big game. Yeah. And at this point of the season, 
the strength, you know, the SOS going in for the Eagles, the the the, the fact remains they did pretty much handle and blow out most of their opponents. That's this right. Year. Yeah, in the point differential. Oh yeah, yeah. it's it wasn't a struggle. Yes. This was not the Minnesota Vikings winning a bunch of one score games. Correct. They dominated teams. Yep. And a lot of them were, I'm not going to say over with at halftime, but they really put the the pedal to the metal in the second quarter. And they had a nice halftime lead in a bunch of those games. Now a layer, it was cleared. How about that news? Uh, Sneed is good to go. Yeah. Uh, uh, Hardman's out. And so it looks like Kansas City will be uh, full strength with the exception of one individual. Yeah, that was some pretty big news for that team, certainly, uh, this week. All right, let's follow the money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. And Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook is the place to be this week. Win big with tons of specials on February 12th, like their same game parlay bet and get, live bet and get, and football squares game. You can win up to $10,000 in bonus money instantly by playing their exclusive Bet Rivers Squares this football season. Place $10 or more on qualifying bets and get a square on the house. If the numbers on your square match the final score of the game, you win. Restrictions on qualifying wagers, eligible bonus, and credit use. Full terms and conditions available at BetRiverSquares.com. Paulie will run down the betting action from last night and win some, lose some. Coming up next, it's now 25-1 on the season. A winner again last night. Coming up here on VC. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating? Or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money. Spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare this is follow the money on vsan All right, getting ready, Super Sunday. Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook, where all the action's at. Ton of specials. Same game parlay, bet and get live, bet and get football squares games. You can win up to 10000 in bonus money. Great house specials. Will someone score three touchdowns in the game? Everything up there. Restrictions on qualifying wagers, eligible bonus credit use, full terms and conditions available. BetRiversSquares.com. 
We'll talk some NHL now as uh, Jeff Davis joins us here early on a Tuesday morning. He is a manager at the Circa Sportsbook, where we broadcast from every single day and uh, also in charge of the odds for the NHL. Good morning, Jeff. How are you today? Hey, guys. What's happening? Hey, thanks for popping on. We appreciate that. There is a popular betting system that begins tonight, and that is teams that have played at least one game after the All-Star break against teams that have yet to see the ice since the break uh, has been over with. Now, the three games tonight, Lightning versus Sharks, Islanders versus Kraken, Ducks at the Blackhawks. How much stock do you put into that system? So I think there's definitely something to it. The league started a few years ago with these mandated bye weeks where teams couldn't practice for like six or seven days, and then they'd come out and they'd be playing a team that had been playing the whole time and they'd get waxed. And Mm -hmm. this has been a thing for a while, but now it's kind of known. Mm-hmm. And if you want to play that side, you're absolutely paying a premium uh, to do so. Uh, you know, just look at the top game on the board tonight, Sharks Lightning. I know these are two teams going in opposite directions, but assuming Brian Elliott is in goal tonight, the numbers that I see out there are just way too high in a regular situation if you don't factor in you know, the Lightning playing last night and the Sharks being off for a week. What's it exactly worth? It's worth a few percent for sure, but is it worth seven, eight percent? I don't think so. I mean, you look at the next game, Kraken Islanders. I would think if this isn't the situation, that Kraken would be favored here. The Islanders played last night, and they've been kind of up and down a 500 team, and the Kraken just rolling right along. So, yeah, I think think it's definitely in the market. Uh, you know, the, the lines makers know this exists and the people who are moving the numbers know this exists. So, yeah, there's something to it, but you're also paying an absolute premium to play those sides. There's a, yep, there's a bunch of them Saturday, and most of the teams are on the road. Oh, gosh, you're asking me about Saturday's well, NHL schedule. Oh, boy. <laughs> no, go back. No, with the same thing, though. No. Yeah, no, I, I count the same I, I, I have yeah. seven road teams that are going to be in this exact scenario, in this scenario on right, Saturday. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That is wild. Um, okay, uh, how, wh- well, how about the Pacific Division? And you put up this prop here on Vegas. They are reeling. They've lost six to seven. You put up the yes-no playoff prop and points prop. Uh, but Vegas uh, now with a game tonight, and, and Seattle had been a good story, and you're also high on Edmonton. What do you think happens here in the Pacific? Yeah, the Pacific's great. Uh, it's just there's five teams there. I, I think the Kings are somewhat of an outsider in the five. Uh, Seattle just keeps rolling right along. They don't do anything spectacular. They play a very good, tight defensive system. And mathematically, they're going to be the favorite to win the Pacific. They have the easiest schedule left. Uh, you know, They're in first place already. And uh, it, it's a nice story, I, I think, when you get to the playoffs. It might be a, a different answer when you have Martin Jones in goal trying to beat some of the teams they're mm-hmm. going to have to play. They also don't have a truly elite offensive player. They have some depth up front, but you know, a guy like Jared McCann, who has 20 some goals, it's a lot like William Carlson's first year in Vegas. Just everything's going in the net. His shooting percentage is like 24%, which is just completely unsustainable. Uh, you, you take a look at Edmonton, Edmonton kind of Evander King got hurt. Jack Campbell went in the tank and they kind of, you kind of forgot about him late November through December. And then, well, King comes back a little bit early the Skinner writes the ship, and now with Vander Kane back in the lineup, it just lengthens their scoring ability quite a bit. And you look at what this team did to a very, very good Calgary team in the playoffs last year, 
this team's rolling right now. If you look at the, the metric numbers through, you know, going back to January 1st, uh, they're far and away the best in things like expected goals for percentage and high danger, uh, high danger chances for percentage uh, in the Western Conference. Really, just second the NHL behind Carolina, who's playing otherworldly right now. Uh, and then you go to Vegas, a team that you kind of knew coming into the season that this team can be good if they don't get hurt because it's just built. Everybody in the roster makes eight million or nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> and if one or two of those guys get hurt. They don't have the ability, uh, you know, to fill in the gaps. And now everybody's back except Stone. This, this is basically the same roster they began the season with now, except Mark Stone. And you see what Eichel's done ever since Stone has been gone. It's been he's been kind of missing now. I don't think he's 100% healthy. Whatever he got hurt with earlier in the season, I think he might have come back from a little too soon because he doesn't really look himself out there. But, I mean, they're just – he's there needs to be their best player, and they're playing him with guys like a washed Phil Kessel, Michael Amadio, Paul Cotter. He's playing with fourth-line guys. So uh, there's a lot wrong with this Golden Knights roster. However, if Stone's not going to come back, they're going to have his cap space to go get a guy at the deadline. And we've seen what this front office has done every year in existence, and they just push all the chips in the middle and go after it. And they have a lot of things that are going for them. And if they add a piece here, I just don't I'm not ready to count this team out yet. How was how's the handle been on that prop you put up? You know, the the season points was great. Uh, we took some under money early. Uh, the stone stuff happened. We lowered Here. it from you know, 98 and a half to 96 and a half. And it got bet right back up. And, you know, there's two schools of thought here. There's the woe is me. Uh, everything's going wrong and it's going to keep going wrong. And then there's, well, maybe they needed the all-star break. Maybe Eichel can get healthy. Maybe they spend the money and go get a Patrick Kane or a Timo Meyer or a Ryan O'Reilly and make another run here. It's hard to say, but I, I think your guess is as good as mine. And if they wound up with 103 points or they wound up with 89 points, I don't think either of them would be overly surprising. Mm, okay. Uh, how about the, what are your thoughts on the Devils, if this is real? And could they make some noise in the playoffs? I think it's real, but I also think they've come back to earth a bit. Uh, you, again, you look at their metric numbers uh, for the, since January 1st, very league average what they do have is some some really high-end talents. Jack Hughes has really come into his own. Uh, he's quietly one of the best players in the NHL, and he just doesn't get talked about on the level of, you know, your Austin Matthews and the like, and he, he is that good. And what this team has is depth, and they can play four lines, and they can play, you know, five of their six defensemen are really good. And Vanacek has been really good in net, and he was really bad in the playoffs for Washington last year. And I think, I think if they get goaltending out of him, they can definitely win a series against the Rangers or the Penguins, a team they would figure to play in the first round. But assuming Carolina wins their first round series, I'm not 100 percent sure they can get through Carolina. And frankly, I don't know who's going to get through Carolina at this point. Mm. I was going to say, how close do you have Carolina to Boston in the East? Uh, pretty close. Um, Boston's still the favorite, but again, if you want to put some recency bias into it, Carolina's been the best team in the NHL since January 1st, and it's not really close. Uh, Freddie Anderson got hurt. They brought up Kachetkov, the rookie goalie, and he was incredible through November and December. 
he started leaking oil there early January. They lost four in a row. They were wondering what was going to happen. Well, Anderson comes back, and it's almost like he's never left. Uh, they were missing Jacob Slavin, their best defensive defenseman, for the last, I don't know, two, two and a half weeks, and it's like they don't miss a beat. The team is just, they're so deep, and eventually when you're playing a team that is only two lines good, they're just going to get in matchup situations that the other teams can't handle, and it's just, this Carolina team just keeps coming at you. Great to talk hockey with you. We'll stay in touch. Appreciate it. Thanks, Jeff. You got it, guys. Jeff Davis, assistant sportsbook manager here at Circa. He's a great trader. The uh, So the system tonight, and, and, and you know, we'll see. Hopefully we get to Saturday. But it's been gold for a while now. Uh, you play on Tampa. They're a big favorite. They're as high as 280, as low as 250. You play on the Islanders, and you play on Anaheim. Saturday, you're right. I count six, and what they're all on the road. Calgary, Edmonton, Islanders, Rangers, Blackhawks, Penguins. I think they're all on the road. On Saturday, that the system play. Coyotes in there too, I think. That, that okay, I missed yeah, that one. But that's, that's seven all on the road. But as he said, again, right. that's that's t- t- absolutely baked into the numbers now. Yeah. So if you want to have fun with it, again, um, my, Mike Palm's approach has been to do round robins, but the real round robin doesn't exist until Saturday when you have seven teams. You could do a round robin tonight if you wanted to, and see how it goes uh, on yeah. night one. But again, he he, he ta- everybody knows it. Yeah, you well, maybe out, play. I mean, yeah, maybe play Tampa in regulation then. We don't want to lay two sixty in that range, but yeah, go two and one. Let's get to Saturday. Maybe right try to get a three and zero. Oh. Yeah, up next here on Follow the Money, it's Vsin, the Sports Betting Network professional sports better Frank B. Will join us in studio. He'll tell you why uh, most professional sports betters like to bet unders with the props in the Super Bowl. That's coming up here on Vsin. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. Welcome in. This is Follow the Money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Mitch Moss along with Polly Howard as we are live in downtown Las Vegas from the Circa Resort and Casino. We are actually flying out to Phoenix after the show today. And a bunch of other shows are uh, live already. I was watching Mike Pritchard on the Lombardi line yesterday, live from Radio Row in Phoenix. So VEASAN's going to be there throughout our live programming every single day leading up to the Super Bowl. And uh, this is a treat for us because he is one of our favorite guests that we've had on over the years on this show. And uh, he is as good as it gets. I know he's a very humble guy, but Frank B., professional sports better joins us in studio to talk about the Super Bowl and betting on it. Good morning, sir. How are you? Good morning, guys. Bright and early. <laughs> yeah, it Frank. is. But you're up like this. Yeah. This is your life. Yeah, I'm, I'm mostly on Central's time, so this is not that big a deal to get up. Yeah, okay. So I was asking you before the break, how many Super Bowls have you been betting on? Uh, when you go back and you really like do the math on that, and you had a good answer because you've had a chance to go to probably several, and you're like, nah, I need to bet this thing. Oh, go to the Super Bowl. Yeah. yeah I, well, I've had... Uh, you know, like you win tickets in the casino. So I've had a couple opportunities. The San Diego game was one where my buddies all went and I decided to stay and because I wanted to finish, clo- you know, close out all my stuff and bet the props. So, yeah, I've passed on a couple. I, I actually prefer to watch it at home. I know it's an experience and maybe one day on every 
you know, sports fans bucket list. That's what they want to do. So maybe one day, but uh, you know, to stay and bet was more important on that week. Maybe next year when the game's here in Las Vegas. Maybe yeah. you could go. You know, maybe. but you've won that. You've won a house. What are some of the great things you've you've won before? Oh uh, well, listen, so. it's been thirty years. You know, since I came to town. So there's a lot of things. You know, you know, back in the day when the, there were a lot of promotions were giving away a whole lot more. I mean, I won cars in the past, things like uh-huh. that. But uh, you know, mostly handicapping contests. You know, sure, mm-hmm. great. So I teased this before the break. Uh, as somebody who has been betting the Super Bowl for a long time, and you're a pro at this, uh, I, 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 like every pro who I've ever listened to or talked to, they basically look at unders when it comes to props in the Super Bowl. Explain why. Well, especially in the Super Bowl where the bulk of the bets are player props, you know, you just have, and the, and the public, they love to bet the overs. They like to, they think in a DFS type way where they are... Um, looking for something to happen, somebody to do well, and they're going to push things up. Like, it's still coming. They haven't really hit town yet, and they're going to push the numbers up this weekend. So they want to, they want to bet the over, and uh, it, just, it just creates value for unders. Secondly is when you bet player props, everything that can go wrong with your bet uh, favors the under. You know, if you bet over, guy could get hurt. The game could get got out of hand, and you have a running back, and he no longer is going to be carrying the ball. Uh, you know, just a, a, everything that can go wrong with a bet, uh, it applies to people that bet over. Yeah, you basically need, if you're going to be betting all overs on these props, you essentially need a Patriots-Eagles Super Bowl. And that doesn't happen every single year. Yeah. The, 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 the Philly special was my worst Super Bowl ever, by far. They had 1,000 net yards. <laughs> and I guess that was, that was a record for any game ever in the NFL. <laughs> so there's no way I'm winning on that year, you know. Biggest offensive game in the history of the huh. NFL. That was a loser, but it was followed by the best Super Bowl I've ever had. It was what was it, thirteen to three Patriots? Yeah, yeah. So there was that. That that was a killer. And on top of it, everything that happened the previous year influenced people to bet more overs the next year. Good and, point. You know, it, it's the recency bias thing was pretty strong. Okay, so, so what you're saying is, a lot of the bets have been made already, but if you hold out and wait for the public to really get involved this week when the avalanche money comes from the public side, you can still find some stuff later on, you think? Sure. I mean, most of the guys that start betting early Monday, Tuesday, I mean, it used to be you start betting Thursday when Westgate opened. Now nah, it's not like that anymore. You got, if you want to bet the very first numbers that come out, you got to travel and go somewhere else and get things. So everybody really did bet overs to start because, you know, if you want to, if you want to have any position on any overs, you need to get it in early before the public gets. They're going to push them up more. Then you can deal with your position and say, oh, okay, this one I like, I want to keep. This one, yeah, okay, I'll buy some of it back, all of it back. And uh, so that's pretty much the, uh, uh, the chronology. So I'm about halfway done right now. A lot of people think that you're more in more early, but no, a lot of betting is going to happen this weekend. Okay, uh, let's tie everything together here. So uh, we'll get to his bet that he made uh, coming up. But if you have a great position with a limit bet, how much do you come back and then if you have a juicy middle? I mean, well, how, yeah. you have a great point, but you don't want to hedge away your advantage. But right. What, what do you do? How do you attack it from that standpoint if you have a nice a nice middle? Well, yeah, it depends, like, you know, your opinion. Like, you've made your lines already for everything, and, you know, if it goes way too far and you say, well, I'm just going to buy it all back, that's fine. But if you want to stay heavy, on you stay heavy on whichever position you think has the biggest advantage. And, uh, you, you know, I have to. I just have a question here for... 
I, I, I was in Ohio and then Colorado and, you know, betting there. Then I come here. Uh-huh. Uh, the experience betting is so different. At what point, what is holding up getting desktop betting here? You know what I'm saying? Betting, you can bet on the desktop and you can think, instead of doing this with the phone. Right, yeah. Yeah, what's holding that up I, in Nevada? I mean, every other state can do it. Why can't they do it here? I think that uh, the is common a, response that we've gotten, I think, basically is technology. But I think that's no, more so, so on the, the app. I know. I, that's, I know. Better technology in Ohio? <laughs> no, I, I, I don't buy it. I mean, I really don't. So I don't know. That's a great question. I'm with you, too. Like, I, the, the phone get, drives me nuts all yeah. day long. Yeah. Well, listen, you, some of these apps, you go on there. And you have to hit everyone to open it up to look and see what it is. It's it's you know it, it's, it's not out, a yeah. good user experience compared to what's yeah. going on, really okay. pretty much everywhere else. Well, that's a whole other discussion about how bad it is here. Yeah, with the menu with the too. Menu, the menu's the hours. Huh. Yeah, I mean Circa's got their yeah. act together. Sure. I mean, if you've right. ever been out of out of the state and bet at Circa right. or Westgate, it's it's a wonderful experience betting on the desktop. Huh. You know everything. You line everything up, and the the, the sites work perfectly. And why they can't get it done here, I oh, have so no they, idea. Those two books, you can do that on the desktop outside oh, yeah. of Nevada, They're, but it's not wonderful. here. Yeah. I mean, the, the Westgate's got a great site in Ohio. I, you know, I was betting there. And it's just like betting at, uh, you know, some of the ones offshore. Where would you rank Nevada as a state to gamble in compared to the other ones that you've been in? Well, some of them are, have problems, like Montana and, you know. Just, of course. But of the ones that are doing it big, I mean, for the user experience... Just because of that, it's 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 not it's not near the top. Let's put it that way. Mm. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So you did. The, how about like for, for example the Goddard? If you like, didn't Goddard Goddard will be a big focus of this game? Yeah, people bet uh, Goddard over right. early. Yeah, people. But you know, a lot of the guys you 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 bet these guys early if you think the public's gonna be on like Kelsey, like Goddard, uh, the Miles Sanders gained some steam. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, a lot of them are, uh, you know, now. A few yards more and more juice, and we're going to have some good buyback opportunities come the weekend. And oh, yeah. so, well, is that a big enough buyback, though, spot for you? Let's use Goddard as the example. And it's followed the money here on Visa and the Sports Betting Network. Our guest is professional sports better Frank B. You went, you went to, uh, you were betting Goddard right away at four and a half over, I think, minus 114. With okay, I got some of that, but the, you know, primarily I got 43 and a half over. 15 okay and then 40 i took some 45 and a half so i don't know what it sits now 48 and a half 49 so i saw a size 49 and a half i think i saw a 50 and a half out there as well yeah that's, so, that, I mean, this that's is a big t- enough percentage for typical you? trajectory for a, uh, a premium skill offensive player in a super bowl that's what happens mm-hmm. so. and if, if the receptions go if it moves to five and a half is that you? well five and a half i've seen already but you it's have. got it's got a, it's got a little too much juice on it but maybe it's heading there yeah sure if you go over four and a half under five and a half and you're just laying flat juice. That that's a good play because you know that five's a big number for those guys. Do you do you see the most errors or mistakes in cross sport props? And all you do <laughs> is doing this. Yeah, there's the most volatility in those because uh, you know you're you're one one segment one half of the bet is something that they're not used to making lines on. Now these places pretty much use templates. They're going to make the same general type of bet. Uh, on, for for the one half, like we were talking before we got on the mm. beat the bean pot thing, you know that's a pretty obscure thing. Half the people that I probably don't know what bean pot is, right? You, know, it's, you mentioned it the yeah. last time you were on in studio. Yeah, you were betting that. Yeah, so that's uh, you know, uh, they pair it up with things like that. And if you have somebody that's maybe the market has already bet really strong and the numbers more than you want to pay, maybe you'll find something in the cross sports where they're using that player where you can kind of 
you know, dial back the, the number that they're using for, for example, God or something like that. Okay. So, cause I, w- I also want to get a history of this too. Yeah. The history of uh, betting on cross sport props, mm. because like you said, it's not, it's not the same as it was years ago, right? Like, uh, the standard here would be the Westgate would open everything up like at seven o'clock your local time on Thursday night and all the props would be on the board. And that was a who's who is going to be there. That's changed because of sports betting now across the country and props are on the board on Monday morning, the, the week after we know the two teams. But they were always like the gold standard with the cross-port props. Right. And offshore books would do it as well. And then a lot of other books would just basically copy and paste. <laughs> and then if you found uh, an error or a number that was way off, you could just bet it at all these books and then try to take advantage of it that way? Yeah, well, you know, let's say let's say 10 years ago, eight, 10 years ago, Westgate was the only one that was doing it sure. to take anything. And uh, I would see guys, you know, after the opening night, I would see sports book guys in the sports book, like writing stuff down. <laughs> you know, after everything's closed, they're up there. Yeah. And, be, and, they, and then they'd go back and then, lo and behold, a day or two later, they'd show up on their sheet in the exact same order with the exact same wording and everything. And you would also see this offshore. Now, Westgate, most guys wouldn't do the copy thing. They would go and get the sheet the next day because back then they didn't give you a sheet mm-hmm. on opening night, maybe for that reason. So when you pick up the sheet, whatever's on there is what they were going to put up on their board. And if there was an error on there, they wouldn't know it. And it happened numerous times. They would put up an error and you go, look, they, they don't really, I mean, Westgate realized it. It wouldn't be like that in the computer. Sure. Yeah. But the people that just copied and has no, have no idea what's no going Now it's up there. Now it's like, okay, now it's open season. We can go to town on them because they have no idea why we're betting this because they don't know what the line should be. Sure. And, you know, sometimes it would create a problem when it came time to cash because uh, between you betting it and the uh, resolution of the bet, they would figure out what happened. I said, oh, there was a boo-boo here. We want to keep going down that path with you coming up next year. All right. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating? Or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money. Spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.
This is Follow the Money on VSEN. Big game means big plans for VSEN. We'll be in the middle of the action, live from Radio Row in Phoenix. Athlete, athlete and celebrity interviews, props, props, and more props. Follow the Money Lombardi Line. VSEN Final Countdown. VSEN Prime Time live all week from Radio Row in Phoenix. Betting splits expert picks. Head to VSEN.com. Get up there now. Follow the money, VSIN, the Sports Betting Network, as we continue here in studio Super Bowl week with professional sports better Frank B. You were explaining how books in previous years would copy, like the Westgate would always be the leader here in Las Vegas for the crossport props, and then you would see people writing down stuff, and then the next day, hey, look at this, all of a sudden they're going to pop up the same time. The Westgate would realize it if they made, like, if there was an error, for example, the wording might, may have been wrong or the wrong number. These other books that were copying the Westgate, they would have no idea. Right. And it happened at, uh, you notice it as well with a Las Vegas property that was copying offshore books as well, and they wouldn't recognize it. Right. Even prior to Westgate, uh, uh, right about the same time, uh, there's a book that was called Olympic or the Greek offshore, mm-hmm. and they were by far the number one book offshore for props. They put up props for every football game, and when it came Super Bowl time, they had a big menu, and they were the first to start putting it up. And they used a template. You know, it was the same thing every year, sort of like what Westgate does. You know. It's they just start filling it. They change the names, and they had one where it's a standard prop, which is, will there be a defensive defensive or special teams touchdown? Yes, no, and it just so happens they put up. They didn't have the word defensive TD on there, and it was will there be a special teams TD? But the price that was went along with it indicated that that's what they meant. So, if you bet there. I don't know. I don't know how they would have dealt with it, but what happened is other books copied it, other books offshore, and other books books here in town because we would notice it up there. Oh, look at that exact same wording, and you knew they copied because the other bets around it were the exact same ones that Olympic had, uh-huh. and in the exact same order, same wording. So all they did was copy. They have no idea that's wrong. So you would bet a lot. You know, you just keep keep betting it, keep betting it. They would move it until you decided you want to bet anymore. This, this happened two years in a row with them. They, the first year they did it, and then they just went back and did the same thing again. How small are you going? Because you don't want to send off, set off the alarms. Like if it happens, yeah, out whatever. Of the kiosk now. I mean, how much are you? Well, well, you go up, you bet something else to find out what authorization is, uh-huh. and so you know where the where the threshold is. Then you okay. dial it back so that you can milk them, milk them in. You know, okay. just go give me this. And uh, yeah, one the second year they got pissed off, and you know they gave my I had a run, you know a guy going in their bet, and they gave him a real hard time cashing. But we eventually got cash. But yeah, okay. it happens all the time. If you pay close attention and you look around, people copy. You know, books copy all the time, and they're going to copy mistakes as well. Okay, very good. Now, how about what we said earlier with with his Curry bet, at the Westgate? <laughs> all right, um, we're good with this. I brought it up yesterday. Oh, you it, did? It, okay. Yeah, and, and the reason why I brought it up is because it's a refund now. Curry's not going to play, but right. um, I bet that one when it opened up, the crossport prop was Steph Curry plus four and a half points versus Patrick Mahomes completions. Right. So when, when you, you messaged me and it was like, you know, what do you think? What do you think of this? And I took a look at it and I go, at first I thought you misread it. I thought it was longest completion because that's more in the ballpark of minus four and it should be more like minus six and a half. Then I took a look, I, I matched it up with, uh, I said, I'll make a line real quick. And um, <laughs> it was the other side should have been minus four and a half. So I think it, it was almost certainly a case where they flipped it. Okay. You know, just an input error. It was an accident. Yeah. An input error. And, um, you know, Westgate's really good about that kind of stuff. And it wasn't terrible you could still lose that bet of course and you only bet it once so so that's cool you know but uh you know had it been some other book i probably i would have said i probably wouldn't advise to be as merciful just you know because they probably 
copied that from somebody. Interesting. So, mm. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. How about how about this discussion? And it, if it's not early in the process, about what's an error or a mistake, or yeah. maybe did they take someone come in and pop something with yeah. a bet? Now I, during the break, I mentioned the Will Hill thing. Uh, you said it's not egregious, but uh, no score in the first three minutes is five dollars. Right. In most places, it's twelve, thirteen, fourteen hundred. Now yeah. you said it's not a big difference, but also you know, who, no, maybe it, someone can, they have a hundred locations in the state. Maybe someone came in and popped it. I don't know. Yeah, it's not. It's not that it's not a big difference. It's not as big as people think. Okay, when they had that big gap, thirteen hundred to to five hundred. You know, when you convert it to a percentage, you know, one's in the low to mid eighties, and the others in the low ninety percent. You know, occurrence. So um, it's not as bad as uh, minus one twenty and minus four twenty. You know, <laughs> you know that that's mm -hmm. a that's a big difference. So, uh, yeah, I mean, they happen all the time. I mean, I saw the one bet I made real early, I think it was Tuesday in Ohio. I, it was a head-to-head -head matchup, which, by the way, are very good, uh, a very good category to look at as opposed to just betting like Goddard over. You can get them Goddard matched up versus this, you know, the other one of the other receivers or against Kelsey. Big fan of those markets. Right. I'm a big fan. Yeah, and, and I think those don't get hit right away the way the, the yardage ones it's do but I had a, I bet the Patrick Mahomes minus one seventy against Hertz pass attempts. Now most places don't put the money line; they put the minus about about seven seven and a half. But that thing had a real wide variance in what I saw. I saw minus fourteen hundred somewhere. On Whoa! That. What? Okay. Yeah. Now that's a big difference there. Yeah. That, oh. It's a big difference, but I think the bet I made should have been much higher. So. Yeah, I mean, but that, my point is the head-to-heads, you can find stuff. Uh, there's stuff out there right now that, I, you know, that still hasn't been hit properly. So I asked Johnny Avella about that yesterday from DraftKings, and he gave a long answer about the, uh, what the, the algorithm says, and they go back and look at history. When Mahomes is favored by 45.5 passing yards against yeah. Hertz, he's minus 275 on the money line. How would you... Yeah, it is, it is something that almost needs, you know, you have to have yourself a little program to do those conversions, you know, because you you, you, how much is 45 yards worth? You know, basically it's an alternate line. Patrick Mahomes, you know, uh, uh, Jalen Hurts, add 45 and a half yards to his thing. What, what would it be, you know, plus what, you know, to go over that or in the other direction? So, uh, it, I mean, they kind of have that stuff figured out, I would think. Yeah, but uh, by the way, um, maybe for this week more in particular, but how much of the betting that you do the network of guys that you know is on the kiosk compared to going uh, up on the counter, desktop, on the app? Uh, last year, it was a lot more. <laughs> they, you know, certain places, the kiosk activity got uh, cracked down on. Um, it depends. Colorado, it's a lot of kiosk stuff. Um, in Ohio, they, the kiosks weren't going. I take it back. They were going, but they had just the, just the basic stuff. They didn't have the props or anything. Anything... Uh, okay. like props and alternatives. Hey, you had to go, you had to get an account and go online to the beautiful desktop that you could, <laughs> you know, instead of a phone. Yeah. yeah. How about a pro tip from Frank B? So not everyone, you know, you have these millions of dollars laying around though, but how, how much do you hold back? And you say, well, I, I like this, but I, I can't bet everything because I there could be a mistake late in the process. There could be, what would you lay in terms of the no bets, I mean, maybe the overtime and the safety gets slow, so low before a post, you say, I have to take this. I mean, what, what would your tip be there for? Always have something ready to encounter a mistake or something that could come in and the public will just pound something. So you say, this is too low. I have to come in and lay a note. Yeah, a lot of guys, you know, hold back, you know, about half their bankroll for, 
you know, when the, when the public arrives and bets yeah. cre creates all these opportunities. The other thing you hold back money for, or excuse me, you allot uh, extra money for, is if the receive defer thing is in play, which it's not this year. But in years past, I mean, that was, you had to have a whole bunch more money to do, because if you knew one team was very likely to get the ball, then you got all these, you know, yeah. first player to catch a catch, you know, first player to cross the 50, all these different things uh, were in play. We don't have that this year, but there is a prop that I haven't bet. I just saw it this morning. It's kind of interesting, and it sort of applies to who gets the ball first. Okay. And it's, um, they have a chart. I guess it's at FanDuel is where I saw it. And uh, it's, what, who will get 10 yards rushing first? So, you know, on the Philadelphia side of the ball, you got Sanders and you got Hertz, are the two primary guys. And those were the two favorites. The third choice was Pacheco. And he was plus 290. And really, when you're talking about only 10 yards, it's a matter of who gets the ball first, uh -huh. you know? So I think that's actually a good bet. Take, I mean, because Hertz and um, Sanders were like minus 40, minus $1.40, or excuse me, plus $1.40, plus $1.60. But Pacheco, at plus 290, it seems, if they get the ball first, I mean, you're looking pretty strong. And, all, you know, it's 50-50 that you're going to get yeah. the ball first. So that one, you know, that's sitting out there right now. And that, I like that bet. That seems to make some sense. Yeah. Yeah. And by the way, yeah, because they could split, the Eagles could kind of split it anyway. Right? With Hearts well, when I even get a carry. Yeah. yeah. Who, who gets the. Well, because they think they might split it. That's, you get, you got prices that aren't attractive. You know, yeah. Pacheco's pretty much the guy. I mean, I don't yeah. think McKinnon is. Yeah. Uh, I don't think so either. Yeah. yeah. All right. Let's follow the money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network, professional sports better. Frank B is in studio. Uh, books also posted the Kansas City receiver props now because we didn't know, right? There was this right. big unknown. Like, is Tony going to play? Is Juju going to play? What's going to happen with Hardman? We finally have some clarity on that. We'll ask you about that coming up next. Okay. Okay. Um, and get your angle there. And on top of that, look, I mean, it's in Arizona this year. Um, people might just for the first time are telling themselves, uh, you know, I've never done this before, but it is legal now where I live. I want to get involved. And how should new bettors look at the bonuses that sportsbooks offer? Uh, how should they try to take advantage of that? We'll ask Frank B. That and much more coming up here on Follow the Money. It's VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Questions about the Super Bowl, hedge, props, insights on any of the host help desk here for you. Submit your questions, vcin.com slash help desk. Okay, trying to figure out what teams are going to do yeah. before the deadline so you can maybe get in on a future right now before the odds shift like they did after the Mavs and Nets executed that trade on Sunday when the Mavericks were 25 or 30 to 1 to win the title and they dropped now to an unbettable price, in my opinion, at 12-1 to 1 to win the title. I don't know which way it's going to go with the Nets. We had Ian Eagle on yesterday, who's been calling Nets games, I think, since 1998. And he told us that he thinks they're going to go, you know, he said they're not probably not done. And when we asked him, does that mean that, like, Durant could be on the move to ship him out? Or the other way, where it could be, like, look, they want to add better pieces and maybe make a run for the title. He said, yes, that's the thought that he had. And then some of the stuff that came out yesterday, Paulie, with the Nets... Right. Stephen A. Smith mentioned, watch out. 
could be Celtics and Nets. Jalen Brown for Kevin Durant. Other reports saying the Heat will go after Durant if he demands a trade. And you know, well, if he does, every team in the league has to make a phone call. Like, what's it going to take for the guy? Or every contender, anyway. Um, but aside from that, if he does stay, other reports came out that the Nets could want Siakam with Toronto or even OG Ananobi from mm-hmm. Toronto. Yeah. So which way do they actually attack this? Yeah. I tell you, I'd love to see Durant go to the Knicks. I mean, that would just, just stay in the area, right? And go to the Knicks like he should have done in the first place and own that area. Well, anything but teaming up with Kyrie Irving. Yeah, I mean, it was just ridiculous. And then, by the way, so. that's not hindsight. That We all knew that as soon as he did it. Yeah, absolutely. So, right, Toronto's going to be a big story here. Utah's going to be a big story. Uh, what happens with Chicago? You're seeing some stuff on DeRosa now as well. Maybe another landing spot for the Lakers with the L.A.-Southern California connection. I am. If that could happen. Chicago's not going anywhere. We know that. I can't imagine Durant, you know, offers a, demands a trade after what happened. <laughs> Fire the coach and the GM in the summer. And then they worked that out and called his bluff, and it, and it didn't work out. But that's – the Ian's right. I mean, the, the Nets aren't done. And is Dinwiddie on the move, the guy they just acquired, and this is a package to Toronto? And I could see Van Vliet, OG, definitely, and maybe Siakam being dealt by Toronto. Uh, but that was – should come down fast and furious here in the next couple days. I'll tell you what. If the Nets were to land either one of those players, Siakam or OG, you know, and it's a big if, but I'm assuming Durant will come back and be close to, you know, 100%. The East at the top is just going to be outstanding. Well, they have a lot of depth. And that team can win the whole thing then. Uh, uh, I don't know. Durant was playing it's, at an MVP level. Yeah, yeah. It depends on what they give up in return. Yeah. But if they, right now, current roster construction, I think Dinwiddie would be the maybe the one guy on the move and then maybe some picks. Oh, man, that would be a... They'd be good, man. I think they'd be really good. Well, you'd have to face Cleveland on the first round, which that that's certainly in play here if the seed holds. What a matchup that could be. And then you have to go through Boston, and then you could see Milwaukee. So that's going to be your right. Philly's playing great ball, too. Uh, finally, Kevin Love could be moved. I mean, he's been too long sitting in Cleveland. Yeah, He has to go somewhere. I would expect, uh, again, Portland to make some moves and trade people. I don't think they're going to the playoffs, and they need to realize that, but see what if they do something. But uh, And Utah now. Bad loss by the Jazz last night. And can the Lakers look to Utah and, and acquire a couple guys? You know, what happens with Vanderbilt? Uh, what happens with Beasley and... Uh, and does Utah get even more picks here with everything they have? This was not supposed to happen. They were supposed to be one of the worst teams in the league. Yeah, they've been ar- they've been around five hundred the whole year. What a story this has been. Well, I think Vanderbilt's going to get moved. I mean, reading the rumors and the speculation that's out out there, it feels like he's going to be on the go at some point. Is let me ask you this: Is Markinen now completely untouchable because of the year he's the having? The asking price is outrageous, apparently. Yeah, I yeah. mean, because it went from okay, that could be a tradable piece at the deadline to wait a second, he's going to average this many points and he might win. Most improved player? Yeah, he's... Come on, guys. We're going to need a lot now in return for him. Uh-huh. The teams also reached out to the Lakers about Anthony Davis. Just again, to get a temperature here. Hey, you miss out on Kyrie. Uh, anything that we could do here? Any interest? What would you take? What would you need for uh, Anthony Davis? That was shot down pretty much immediately, though. But I think other big names are going to be on the move before Thursday. And I think mm-hmm. the, the, probably the most realistic one right now would be to me, for the Lakers anyway, is if uh, the Bulls are involved still. And you can look at that with either guy. I I would prefer DeRozan 
but it's not like I'm going to uh, mock any deal that would involve Levine. I like Levine. Defensively, not great, but offensively uh, would give that. But again, here's the thing. Do the Lakers need more offense? Their defense has been well, awful. Well, 22nd, yeah. 22nd in defense. Yeah. But uh, certainly another piece would help. Definitely a shooter. And that's, see what Detroit, apparently Detroit's asking price for Bogdanovich is outrageous. Uh, can I interest you in Cleveland? I'm seeing plus 450 at DraftKings. Maybe you can do better than that uh, to win the division. Their schedule is very easy the rest of the way. Four back of Milwaukee. Detroit, Chicago, San Antonio, Denver at home, Atlanta, Toronto. Miami a couple times, Detroit, Charlotte a couple times, Brooklyn back-to-back. Going to be tough, but you know who's playing for the Nets? Some Houston, some... I mean, you look at the schedule, very easy the rest of the way, especially uh, you close in April with Indiana, Orlando, and Charlotte. And that comes down to what, what does Milwaukee care about seeding in the division, even though Milwaukee's playing well. But I, I, I see only four back in the schedule the rest of the way. Do you know that the Bucks were recently twelve to one to get the one seed in the East? I'm looking right now. You're they're kidding. They're plus two sixty. No, people reached out to me. Wow. They were asking twelve to one. They were recently twelve to one. How far back with the time was it? I can go they're back. A game and, back. Yeah. Well, that's it's it's a great race. Now Boston's had some un, un, unexpected losses here, but they they have sixteen losses. Milwaukee has seventeen. Philly has eighteen. Philly is one eight of ten, and again, as we mentioned yesterday, the two losses they were up twenty points mm-hmm. in both. The Nick game was in the first quarter, so that's one thing. But the the Orlando game as well. I'm trying to uh, find this right now. Let's see here. It was this. I'll give you the exact date. It was on Friday. On Friday oh, at uh, four four forty five Eastern time. Yeah, another another bucks twelve to one. Yeah, yeah. Good at, luck finding stuff like that out here in Nevada, though, too. But and they were they were two games back at the time of the one seed. Yeah, and then that dropped to five to one right away. And now they're down to plus two sixty. That to me, it all comes down to the motivational factor for the Bucks. Mm-hmm. Does it mean anything to them to have home court? Do they care if they have to go to Boston in a potential Eastern Conference Finals, you know, seven game series and play on the road in Boston in a game seven? Because they kind of punted on the year that they went nuts. Well, the two years basically, including the pandemic, and they didn't win the title either year. They're like, I think they kind of realized, look, we can't do that anymore. 65 wins doesn't mean anything to us. So I just, I don't, I don't think it's the biggest deal in the world, but also 12 to 1 when they're back by two games kind of made some sense to me as well. Yeah, William Hill and DraftKings, they do an excellent job uh, updating this too, especially DraftKings with, with stuff like that. Uh, uh, division winners, winner specials, most, most wins uh, make the playoffs. Most regular season wins. Boston $1.40, Denver plus 230. That was sky high not that long ago. And to, and to get the one seed, excellent. Boston's $3, Milwaukee plus 260 You know the Nuggets are 2500 now? <laughs> How things change yeah, in a week and a half? I know. Memphis is now 9-1. to one. Denver's 2500 well, to get the one seed. I got perfect storm here, right, with Memphis uh, struggling like they have been? Yeah, they were and, plus and, 550 6-1 before the season. My and, God. And, Paul, I'm looking at DraftKings right now on my laptop. Very convenient. They have a bunch of uh, updated win totals now, too. So if you think some of these teams oh, are going to be... Like, Every, for example, they have the Bulls yeah. right now at 39.5. That's their updated win total. Oh, that's too high. That's... Way too high. That's my gut reaction as well. Uh-huh. And uh, currently, the Bulls are the nine seed. 
They're 26 and 27. So they played 53 games. They have 29 left. So currently, they have to finish 14 and 15 to beat you if you want to go, if you want to take the under. Is this team going to finish one game below 500 for the rest of the year? Uh, yeah. Trades are coming. Losses are coming. Yep. What if they, yeah, if they got the team? Always updated. Yep. Regular season wins always updated, and yes, no playoffs are always updated. Lakers are plus 155 right now. Uh, mm. And yeah, most regular season wins is, is very good, too. Yeah, they got a, they got a ton of, t- yeah, all these teams are offered, too. That is excellent. Oh, it's awesome. That is well done. I, I look at Portland under, too, 40 and a half. Uh, I'll, I'll give you one again. 41 wins for Portland? No. Again, let me see here. The Bulls are currently the nine seed. They've won three straight. They have a two-game lead over the 10 seed, the Pacers, and the Raptors, and the Wizards. The Bulls to miss the playoffs, minus 255. Mm-hmm. Yeah. With this play turn, it, it makes things tricky, but... Oh, man. Because I can't... Toronto's not going to make the playoffs. They're going to punt. So you got to... Mm, that's probably not worth it at this point. I would say probably just wait and bet against them in the play-in series if they make it. Knicks could get OG, too. They have all these picks as well. Like to see the Knicks make a trade. Yep. They're playing they're three games over 500. They're a pleasant surprise. Atlanta's a big disappointment. You give up all these picks for Murray and you're 500. Yep. That was not supposed to be the case. We've added more bets for the Super Bowl. We'll tell you what they are with our in-pocket plays next. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating? Or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money. Spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.